1: means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
2: Viator.
3: It's new. It's amazing. It's Prel. P-R-E-L-L. Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, Thursday was Thanksgiving as that fresh cranberry stain on your vest will indicate and today we find Chester A. Riley thankful that it's all over. But a few days before Thanksgiving, Riley was singing a different tune as he was walking home from work with his friend, neighbor, and co-worker, Jim Gillis.
0: Hey, wait, Gillis. Let's go down this street here. I've got to pick up our Thanksgiving turkey at Al's Meat Market. Oh, I'm glad you reminded me. My honeybee told me to pick ours up. Ah, great guy, Al. You know, in our house, all four of us like the drumstick, and nobody likes the, uh, uh the whatchamacallit, so... This year, Al promised to give me a turkey with four drumsticks. How is that possible? One turkey with four drumsticks? Yeah, well, with Al, it's easy. Some other customer will get a turkey with no drumsticks and two a <laughs> You know, I love Thanksgiving, Gillis.
4: Yeah, me too. It's nice to stay home and bask on the bosom of the family.
0: Yeah, we're pretty lucky compared to other guys. We got something to be thankful for. After all, we've got our health. Yeah, that's something to be thankful for. We each got fine kids and were are married to two fine, plain, home-loving girls. Yeah, that's something to be thankful for. You know, Gillis, we might have married a couple of flashy dames just for their looks. You know the type, those luscious blondes with those gorgeous figures. But we didn't. That's something to be thankful for.
2: <laughs>
0: and that ain't all. I'm thankful for the good friends I got. Like you, Gillis. A guy couldn't ask for no better friend than you. You're... You're wonderful.
5: I love you too, Riley.
0: I feel like we're more than just friends. We're brothers. Oh, we're more than brothers. We're sisters. (laughs) Under the skin... I'll never forget what you did that time our house burned down and we had no place to live. Ah,
4: what did I do? So I let your family live in my house for a couple of weeks. Any noble-type person would have did the same.
0: Yeah, but you only charged us $4 a day, the ceiling price. <laughs> well, one good thing
4: to say is another. I was just paying you back for that time five years ago when I needed that blood transfusion to save my life. I'll never forget how you offered your blood.
0: Oh, It was nothing. I just called up the blood bank and told them to give you a pint out of the quart I gave them.
4: I, I know, Riley, but it ain't your blood.
0: It's the thought behind it. Gillis, I got a great idea. Why don't you and the family have Thanksgiving dinner at our house? We'll all give thanks together. Hey, that's a super pipe idea. I'll bring over, our turkey and in all the trimming. Great. Oh, boy, what a Thanksgiving we'll have. Two turkeys, two dishes of cranberry sauce, two boats of gravy, two pumpkin pies... Two big cigars to smoke after dinner. And two wives to do their dirty dishes.
1: Chester Riley, how could you go and invite the Gillises for Thanksgiving dinner without telling me? I'd like to feed my guests, and we've only got one small turkey. Relax, left...
0: Peg, relax. I also invited their turkey.
1: Oh. <laughs> Oh, no. No, it, it's not right to let guests bring food. Now, what, we'll buy
0: Well, the... it's real holiday spirit. When we sit down to eat, it won't be their food or our food. It'll be all for one and everybody for himself. We'll <laughs> have fun.
1: Oh, I don't mind Mr. Gillis, but Mrs. Gillis is an awful pill.
0: Now, see here, Babs, you're talking about my best friend's wife. Honeybee Gillis is not a pill. Mm, Bob's right. She's long and skinny. <laughs> She's more like a capsule. Oh, shoot. <laughs> You watch that fresh talk, Junior. You ain't getting so big that I can't get your mother to spank you. Ah, uh, I'm sorry, Pop.
1: But that Egbert
0: Gillis is murder. And when he sits down at the table, he eats like a wolf. I said, stop it. Just remember, that wolf happens to be the cub of my best friend. <laughs> now it's all settled. The Gillises are coming to dinner. My head's made up. Riley, we'll be late for work. So anyway, Gillis, when I told Peg and the kids that you and the family is coming over for Thanksgiving dinner, they was thrilled. You know what they said? How should I know
4: what they said? I ain't the kind of a next-door neighbor goes around. eavesdropping.
0: Well, they said, Riley, that's a wonderful idea. Oh, fine. And
4: tell Junior not to worry. I'll see that my egg boy don't eat like a wolf.
2: <laughs> Gillis,
4: you heard. Well... Ever since that cut-rate dentist filled my tooth with copper, my ears pick up like a radio.
0: <laughs> now, come on, if we're late once more this month, the boss will blow his top. Oh, quit worrying. Mr. Stevenson went out of town for Thanksgiving. No, no, he's staying here. Only his family went away. The chauffeur told me. Oh, well, then we better snap it up.
5: Hi, fellas.
0: Hiya, Sharky. Hi. Heard the news? Botkin quit his job. You mean... You mean the foreman Benzedrine Botkin? Yeah. <laughs> No kidding. Who's going to be the new foreman?
4: Nobody knows yet. Stevenson is going
5: to announce somebody after Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, that's a great job. I wonder who's going to get it. Yeah, I
5: wonder. Every guy in the plant is angling for it. All sorts of schemes going on. Well,
4: I got to go, fellas.
0: Hey, Sharky, what's that you got wrapped in that newspaper?
4: Oh, this? Yeah. Just some petunias I picked for the boss's desk. Ain't that disgusting,
0: Riley? What some guys won't do just to butter up the bush. Positively (laughs) sickening. Now, me, I don't mind putting in eight hours of hard work for Stevenson, and I'll gladly work overtime for time and a half. (laughs) But when it comes to playing up to him, I draw the line. That's when I revolt. I'm with you, pal. I revolt, too. Yes, sir. We're both revolting.
2: (laughs)
6: Hello, Stevenson speaking.
4: Hello, boss. This is Gillis. I just heard you're going to be a bachelor on Thanksgiving. Me and the family would love to have you break bread on us.
6: Well, say that's awfully nice of you, Gillis. I think I can uh, hold on a
0: minute, will you? My other phone's ringing. Hello. Hello, boss. This is Riley. What are you doing for dinner on Thanksgiving? <laughs>
1: Mr. Stevenson?
0: Well, sure, he'll let me know definite tomorrow, but he'll come. Yes, sir, I'm out to get that foreman's job dumpling, and this will cinch it.
1: Oh, how?
0: While you're stuffing his stomach with turkey, I'll be stuffing his head about how good I am.
1: Oh, but you can't do that, especially with the Gillises here. Oh, the
0: Gillises won't be here. I'll uninvite them.
1: Well, you couldn't do that. It, it isn't
2: fair.
0: Yeah, I, I know it's kind of a double cross, but this may be the break of my lifetime. And after all, I'm not double-crossing just anybody. I'm doing it to my best friend.
4: <laughs> but, honeybee, don't you get it? I invite the big boss here to dinner, I get in good with him, and the next day I'm foreman. But you promised to go to the Friday. Oh, I'll get out of that pooch face. This is a crucial thing. Now leave everything to me, vision of loveliness. <laughs>
0: Oh, hiya, Gillis. I was just coming over to see you, pal. I was just coming over to see you, Riley, my friend. Uh, listen, chum, uh, about this joint Thanksgiving dinner over at my joint, I, I was thinking... That's funny, Riley. So was I. Yeah, I, I thought maybe we ought to call it off. Oh, you was? Yeah. You, you see, Gillis, I figured the best way to keep a friendship going is not to get too friendly. Well, you got a good point there in your head. In fact, it's very dangerous to get together Thanksgiving. I can see just what's going to happen. You'll come over with your wife and Egbert and your turkey. And there's me and my wife and kids in our turkey. It's very crowded. Where am I sitting? On the piano stool. Very uncomfortable. And everybody's nerves is on edge. First thing you know, my junior says to your Egbert, Hey, egghead, don't eat like a wolf. Yeah. And then my Egbert takes a poke at your junior and gives him a bloody nose. Right. And then my wife comes in, takes one look at junior and yells, Junior, wipe that cranberry sauce off your face. <laughs> But then she finds out what happened, so she turns on my honeybee. That's right. And Peg says, really, honeybee, you might teach that brat of yours some manners. And then, naturally, your honeybee turns on my peg. Well, naturally. And she tells your wife off, but good. And then I got to stick out for peg, so I say, pipe down, honeybee. You're nothing but a pill. And that gets you sore, Gillis. Why? That's what I always
4: say. Oh! Yeah, yeah. I'm fine enough, so I say, see here, Riley, I'm the only one who can insult my wife, and then I pick up a thank you leg and throw it at
0: you. And I throw a it at you.
2: <laughs> right in the eye, I
0: get it. So I say to you, listen, you big baboon. Who's a big baboon, Gillis, I say? You are, you weasel, I say. Well, if that's the way you feel, beat it. Go on, take your wife and your kid and your turkey and your stuff. And... Okay, I'm going. You know, if that's the way it's going to be, Riley,
4: we better call this dinner off. <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with you, Gillis.
0: Well, so long, pal. So long, chum. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, we need some more rivets, Gillis. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, quitting time, Riley. Yeah, okay. You know, I sure am glad we called off our Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, much better. We should each
4: have a quiet dinner with no headaches, except our wives.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right I, I...
4: Riley, Riley Mr. Stevenson What's he doing in the shop?
6: Riley, I want to thank you again for your invitation for Thanksgiving dinner
0: I, uh, I, uh...
4: <laughs>
0: Why, you double-crossing snake
6: And Gillis, I want to thank you for your
0: invitation <laughs> uh, Gillis, why, you're a bigger snake than I am Well, what's the trouble, boys? So, that's why you wanted to get out of our joint dinner. Well, what about you?
6: Now, wait a minute, boys. Were you planning to have Thanksgiving dinner together? Well, yes, only I... uh, he... uh, we... uh... Well, fine. That solves everything. I can accept both of your invitations at the same time. So, go right ahead with your original plans and count me in. See you tomorrow at (laughs) 3.
0: What a revolting development this is.
1: Your boss was coming
2: here for dinner.
4: No saccharin lips. That's all changed now. We're all going to eat at Riley's. Oh, but Egbert's been invited to
1: Artie Meyer's house.
4: Good. Maybe it's better my boss don't see our Egbert. Things are tough enough.
1: Well, all right, we'll go. Even if it is Riley's house, you can still chop a few hints about the foreman's job.
4: Oh, no, that's out. Riley and me made an honorable deal, and Hinton wouldn't be croquette.
1: I guess you're right. It's not the honest thing to do.
4: But I got a better plan. We're bringing a takey, and Riley's got a takey. But what do we need two takeys for? Why, yes. One will be enough
1: for seven people, especially the portions Riley serves.
4: So I'll sell our gobbler and buy the boys a box of his favorite cigars. That'll put us in solid. Oh,
1: Jimsy, you're so you're so clever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, Dumplin', it's so simple. Gillis is bringing a turkey, and we got a turkey. What do we need two turkeys for?
2: Well,
1: yes, it is a lot, and today with the food shortage...
0: Sure, so I'll sell our turkey and buy the boss a cigar lighter. It's patriotic to save food, and the boss will love me for that lighter.
1: Well, no wait, uh-huh. Riley. I...
0: <laughs> Poor Gillis. I bet he'd love to borrow my brain.
1: <laughs> well, I, I don't like it, Riley. It's underhanded, and it. Well, it's just not fair.
0: I know, Peg, but you don't understand. This is business. And the business world, it's, it's like a jungle. Beast against beast. That's the only way to get ahead. So don't you worry. When I'm foreman, you'll give thanks that you're married to a beast like me.
3: We'll hear the second act of the life of Riley in a moment.
1: Hey, Ken, millions are asking for Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the handy tube. Of
3: course, Prell's popular for two reasons.
1: First, Prell leaves hair more radiant than any soap or soap shampoo because Prell can't leave a dulling soap
3: film. Second, Prell's a wonder for unsightly dandruff. Yes, Prell removes such dandruff in as little as three minutes. Examinations by a group of doctors proved it. In case after case, even stubborn dandruff was controlled by only two Prel shampoos a week.
1: And that handy Prel tube's popular too. No messy jars, no waste or spill. A
3: little makes mountains of lather. So for hair radiantly clean, hair free of unsightly dandruff, ask for.
2: P R E L L Prel shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright. Not a bit of dandruff is in sight. Comes in.
3: And now back to the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley.
1: Well, i got the table all
0: set. Oh, it looks beautiful, Beds. Hey, where's the carving knife? Oh, here it is, Pop. I wonder if it's sharp enough. Uh, Junior, bend your head down.
1: Riley! Oh, for heaven's sake. Well,
0: don't get excited. I just want one hair.
1: Now, who left the door open like that? Oh,
0: shut it back. No, 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 no. Leave it open.
1: Why, Daddy?
0: Well, if Gillis' hands will be so full carrying his turkey, he won't be able to ring the bell.
1: Oh, don't be silly. Shut it back.
0: Say, I almost forgot. The champagne. Where's the champagne?
1: Oh,
2: he- here, Daddy.
0: Junior. Junior, empty the ashes out of the bucket and fill it with ice. I'll put the champagne in it. I want the boss to have everything like he has at home. Oh, this champagne's great stuff. Imported it from San Diego.
1: <laughs> oh, that must be the
4: Gillises. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Oh, oh Mr. Gillis.
0: Come in, come in, you? Gillis old pal. I hope you bring your appetite. Don't worry, Riley. I'll gorge up my quota of victuals. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Gillis. Hi. What? Gillis, you're alone?
4: Oh, no. Honeybee went in through your kitchen. Through the... Oh,
0: naturally. Mmm, <laughs> boy, that turkey smells delicious. <laughs> oh, yeah, I smell it, too. That aroma sure has a wonderful odor.
2: Well,
1: I, I don't smell any turkey.
0: Well, Peg, where's your nose? Why the air is reeking with it? It certainly is. Mmm, <laughs> pardon me while I drool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I better give Honeybee a hand in the kitchen. Oh, oh there's Mr. Stevenson. Yeah, now
0: remember, Gillis, no hinting about the job. Not a word.
6: Happy Thanksgiving,
1: everybody!
4: Oh, hello, Mr. Stevenson. Hi, boys. Hi there, Chief. Well, Junior,
6: Barbara. Mr. Stevenson. Hello. Let How me are you take it? your coat.
1: Thank
4: you, Barbara. Here, sit down, boys. Make yourself at home in my chair. Uh,
0: what Gillis means is make yourself at home in my chair, in my home. I uh, hope I'm not too early, Riley. Oh uh-huh, no, you're just in time. We were all waiting for you, including the turkey. <laughs> ah,
6: turkey. Just the thought of it makes my mouth water. Riley, give the boss a blotter.
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> well, shall we sit down, Peg? Huh? Yes, dear, I'm all right. Oh, okay. oh, hello there,
2: everybody.
1: Hello, hello honeybee. Oh, Mr. Stevenson, charm, simply charm.
6: Pleasure to see you, Mrs. Gillis.
1: Well, shall we sit down, honeybee? Yes, by all means, Darling. Well, let's see. You sit here, Mr. Stevenson. Thank you. And uh, let me see now. Maybe.
0: Honeybee and Miss yeah. Gillis yeah. there. Is. Oh, yeah. And Ronnie, sit there. Yeah. Oh, and Babson Jr. Yeah, and okay. here, Mr. Stevenson. Uh, yeah. Here, Mr. Stevenson, you you do the coffin,
6: huh? Oh, no, no, I couldn't, Riley.
0: Oh, go on. You're good at cutting salaries. Try it on a turkey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> all right, all
6: right. I'm all set. Bring on the turkey. Okay,
0: bring on the turkey. Yep, bring on the
1: turkey. All right, honeybee, bring on the turkey. thing. Uh, where is it, Peggy, dear? Why, in the kitchen where you put it. I, I didn't put it anywhere.
2: Oh, where'd you put it, darling?
0: Something wrong, folks? Why, uh, why, why don't worry, boss. We'll track it down. Gillis, where's the turkey you brought? Oh, I didn't tell you. I didn't bring any. You,
4: you didn't? Well, oh, where's the turkey you
0: had? Oh, uh, well, 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 that's right. I, I didn't tell you. We ain't got it. Oh. You see, we thought you were... Oh,
2: oh
1: dear. Oh, my.
6: Now, uh,
4: Gypsy, uh... run down to the delicatessen and see if you can get some turkey. Hurry. Okay, sit tight. Uh, excuse me a minute, folks.
0: Uh,
1: uh, Riley,
0: uh, say something. Say,
1: uh, uh, I read in a
0: magazine once that sardines have got more vitamins than all. <laughs> uh,
2: uh,
0: how's uh,
6: school coming, Junior? Oh, it's uh, uh, fine, Mr. Stevenson. <laughs> nice weather for Thanksgiving, isn't it? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Wonder how Cornell will make out against Penn. Uh, I-, I was thinking of going to see the new play at the Madison tonight, but I hear it's a turkey.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> oh,
6: come now, folks. Just because there's been a little mishap with the turkey doesn't mean we all have to be so glum. Who wants this carving knife?
1: Oh, you you can't imagine how embarrassed I am, Mr. Stevenson.
6: Well, please don't be. Worst things can happen.
0: Yeah, the divorce is right. Why, why, if somebody walked in now and saw us sitting here like this, they'd think
5: this was a funeral. Speak for yourself, John. <laughs> Digger, it's you. Yes, it is I. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> You're looking fine. Very hungry. Uh, Why didn't you ring the bell, Digger? Oh, I came in through the kitchen. You see, I... Uh, This
0: is my boss, Mr. Carl Stevenson. Boss, Digger
5: O'Dell. How do you do? Carl Stevenson. Well, as I live and breathe. If you'll pardon the expression. (laughs) Glad to know you, sir. One of my dearest cronies was your late uncle, Rufus Q. Stevenson, the pawnbroker. Oh, yes, yes, good old Uncle Ruth. A fine man. He once helped me out of a hole. <laughs> I've always regretted I couldn't do the same for him. Uh,
0: we uh, we were almost going to
5: have a little Thanksgiving dinner, Digger. Ah, Thanksgiving. My favorite holiday. Started by the pilgrims, one of whom was my ancestor, Roger O'Dell. Really? Ah, yes, he started the family profession. A stones through from Plymouth Rock. Gee, a pilgrim. The very day they landed, they were attacked by a ferocious band of itiquois. And Roger O'Dell personally made 50 Indians bite the dust. Uh, w- w- wait a minute, Digger. He killed 50 Indians? No, the others killed them, but O'Dell made them bite the dust.
1: <laughs> well, Toodaloo. To stay for dinner, Mr. Odell? Oh, no,
5: thank you. My family and I were invited at the last minute to be the guests of J.J. Gabriel.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the town's biggest undertaker. Oh, yes. He does a land
5: office business. Uh, you're eating dinner at his place? I have to for business reasons. Mm. So I brought you over our turkey, all cooked and ready to serve. Digger! You brought us a turkey? Yes. I laid it out in the kitchen. <laughs> Oh, Digger, you saved my life. I did. Well, after all, it's a holiday. Oh,
3: thank
5: you
2: very much, Mr. Odell.
5: I really must go. Gabriel is waiting for me outside. Well, that's Gabriel now, and you know me. When Gabriel blows his horn, I come a running. Cheerio. Well, he I'd better be shoveling off.
0: Hey, Digger sure saved our life with this turkey, eh? I <laughs> Hey, Gillis, Gillis, can't you eat quieter? You sound like the super chief.
6: On oh, my word, Mrs.
0: Riley, I haven't had a meal
6: like this in years.
1: Neither have we. Oh, shoot. <laughs> well, that's no way to Don't talk. Don't
0: yell at the boy, Dumplin'. He only means we can't eat like this every day with the salary I get on the job I got now. Uh, Uh, Have some more of my turkey, boss. Hey, Riley, no hinting. Hmm? Here, boss, have one
4: of my radishes.
0: Uh, No, thank you. Really, I... How about
4: a little more pie? take mine. No, take mine. I ain't bitten into mine yet. More coffee, boss? (laughs) Please, boys, not another morsel. All I want
6: now is to fall into a soft chair and smoke a good cigar. Oh, well,
0: here, smoke a whole box. With my love. Well, yeah, yeah, well, light him with this nifty lighter, right from my heart.
6: Well, boys, this is very nice of you, but you really shouldn't have done it. I, I don't expect any presents. Oh, forget it, boys.
1: <laughs> well, shall we go in the other room?
6: Yeah, let, No, 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 wait. L-
0: let's, uh, let's drink a toast. Good okay? idea. what do we drink to? Uh, let's uh, drink to the health and happiness of the new foreman.
6: Oh, then you know, Riley. Well, I sort of guessed. You know, too, Gillis? Well, I know
4: what a great executive you are, boss. So there's only one man you could pick. Get ready, honeybee.
2: Oh, I'm so excited. Well,
6: I'm glad you men like the man of my choice. So here's luck to the new foreman, Joe Beamish. That's a Joe, Joe Beamish.
4: Beamish. Joe Beamish? Joe Beamish?
2: Yes, Joe
6: Beamish. Fine fellow. Oh, Gillis, us hand me that ashtray, please. Get it yourself.
2: <laughs> Don't
6: be rude. Uh, something wrong,
4: Riley? What's the matter? What's the matter?
0: Making Joe Beamish for me? After all we did for you, some gratitude? What
4: right? Riley's saying, I'm endorsing in spades, you. <laughs> now
0: wait. When you opened up the plant and you couldn't get no help, who gave up a good job to go and work for you? We did. But where was Joe Beamish? Oh, On Riley, give it to him good. Right in front of me. <laughs> But right. Riley... And during the war, we could have gotten better jobs for more pay, but we stuck with you. And where was Joe Beamish then? He was flying a plane over Germany. Germany? That's a fine place to be with the war going on. I... <laughs> um... Oh, 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 oh! That Joe Beamish, the one who was wounded?
6: Yes, he's out of the hospital now, and he uses that artificial leg just fine. Besides that, he has seniority and he's a fine worker.
0: You couldn't have picked a better man, boss. I'm sorry if I've disappointed you fellows. Oh, you didn't, Mr. Stevenson. What Riley says, I agree with him. Honest, I, I ain't disappointed either. Joe Beamish deserves the job.
1: That's the way to talk, dear. I don't mind if you're not forming. Oh,
0: sure. Why should you mind, Dumplin? After all, you've got plenty to be thankful for, as it is. You're still young and good looking. You've got a son who's handsome. You've got a daughter who's gorgeous. And you got a husband who, who... If there's any more turkey left, I'll have to watch him McCallum. call him.
3: Rallies, we'll be back in just a moment. The Wonder Shampoo, that's what they say about Prell, Procter & Gamble's Radiant Cream Shampoo in the Handy Tube. From Fairlawn, New Jersey, Mrs. P.S. Keller writes...
1: I am so pleased with the results of my Prell Shampoo... Even in our hard water, Prel really worked wonders. Left my hair clean and soft, nicely manageable.
3: Yes, one trial, and you'll agree, Prel's a wonder for two reasons. First, Prel removes unsightly dandruff quickly. Second, Prel leaves hair radiantly lovely. Bye, try.
1: P-R-E-L-L, Prel Shampoo. Leaves hair radiant, gleaming bright.
2: Not a bit of dandruff is inside. Comes in a tube, handy tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prel Shampoo.
1: It ended up a nice dinner after all, didn't it, honeybee? Well, simply scrumptious. And even if we ain't
0: foreman, we're still friends, hey, Riley? Through thick and thin. Yes, sir, Gillison. Believe me, they don't come any thicker than us.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Buckland Gamble invites you to join us again next week to hear the life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. William Bendix can currently be seen in the Paramount Picture, Where There's Life. The script is by Ruben Shep and Alan Lipscott. Mrs. Riley's Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced and directed by Irving Bracker.
4: Oh, she was the duchess daughter. Her finery looked just so. She washed them all out. With
3: wonderful ivory snow Ah, wonderful ivory snow The soap that's so kind to your hands You just know it's kind to sheer nylons and dainty lingerie And your hands will tell you why Ivory snow keeps lovely washables lovely longer Prove it This week, wash your dishes with ivory snow When you see how it pampers your hands You'll really know it's extra kind to fine fabrics There's no other soap like it Ivory Snow's the only soap, both ivory mild and in granulated form. Make suds instantly and lukewarm even in cool water. Your hands will tell you why ivory snow keeps pretty lingerie and other nice things lovely longer. Oh, wonderful ivory snow. S-N-O-W. This is Ken Carpenter reminding you that for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube, P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. And listen again next week when Prell brings you The Life of Riley. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.